Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Marky Worthington Comedy Podcast. This is episode 31 and uh, part two of the Kai Fei episodes. So uh, thanks for listening to the first one and this one's more of like a wrap up for the end of the uh, end of the 2020 year. And uh, if you're watching the video edition of this uh, episode, you'll notice the change of scenery. We're uh, a little bit more laid back. We've got our Santa hats on and uh, we're just wrapping up the year. We get into some pretty cool stuff. I had heaps of fun recording this episode with uh, with Kai. So make sure you uh, check him out at um, Kai Fei Comedy on uh, Facebook and Instagram. As far as dates, there's nothing left for the year of 2020, so we'll kick off the dates for next year with the uh, the first basement open mic of the year 2021. will be held on um, Wednesday the 20th of January at a clock start, 7.30 doors, so there's an event for that one on my Facebook page, so check that one out. Uh, if you don't already subscribe to my um, YouTube, go check that one out as well, and uh, thanks everyone for following, um, make sure you like, subscribe and share, and uh, thanks everyone for coming along on the ride so far with 2020, and uh, let's see what next year holds. So uh, for now, enjoy the episode. Cheers. Hey, welcome back to the uh, second part of the Kaife episode on the Marky Worthington Comedy Podcast. If you uh, haven't listened to the first one, go back and listen to that. Uh, but hey, if you listen to this one, it's better than fucking none at all. Welcome to the show, Kai. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, that's it. Change of scene. Um, yeah. So we're uh, wearing the same clothes, but just to fool you, we're wearing the fucking Santa hats too for the end of year wrap up edition. Yeah. What a year. Oh, man. What a fucking crazy year. There's been a lot of shit going on. Um, as far as like just live performance in general, like throughout the whole whole year, has yeah. just been a struggle for fucking anyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we just uh, try and try and uh, try and get through it and fucking uh, smash out what we can. I mean, the end of the years kind of had a bit of life breathing back into the scene. Yeah, we, we can go down to Mexico now. That's uh, it. Yeah, yep. the, uh, the Mexicans are flooding over the water again. Come, yep. come and steal our public service jobs for sure um. man and that's the other thing too it's like is that going to be a thing i mean i suppose by the time this episode comes out the cup got a little bit of lead time on us yeah. but right now it's like opened up we'll see how it fucking goes well i just heard a thing on the radio saying that now that like the borders are open canberrans are actually getting out of canberra because they realize just how yeah. much of a shithole it is when they can't yeah, go anywhere absolutely else. dude <laughs> no they're not getting out of canberra they're getting out of their family life yeah yeah, yeah. imagine just think about the fucking relationships that are going to be filed for a divorce court after all this dude imagine people that got married that have lived happily yeah. I just did quotation marks for anyone that's listening to the audio. Edition. I think they can hear it in the voice. Yeah. Happily. Unless <laughs> <laughs> when I edit it together when I fuck it up and it's just like happily. <laughs> so it's up to you. It's like a choose your own adventure. <laughs> Only I'm choosing the adventure and you're the one fucking, the listener's the one going through it. Yeah. But like, they've been going at it for fucking five years and because they've never been in the same house with the same person for the, a long period of time. Yeah. Dude, I worked at a bottle shop. <laughs> I worked at a bottle shop last year. Yeah. <laughs> That's your edit. <laughs> I worked at a bottle shop. 
<laughs> no, for anyone that has got the audio fucking engineers that tune into the uh, to the episode, the connoisseurs of the YouTube podcasts um, may have noticed that I just took out the name of this fucking place yeah. I used to work. You would see people's relationships end on a weekly fucking basis. Yeah. And some of it would just be because... One person couldn't decide which fucking wine they wanted to get. Wow. And then the next week they'd be back again. And it's just like, that's because you don't get to fucking hang out with each other all the time. And it just, you can take a break, right? Yeah. But if you're locked in a fucking house with someone, add kids to the mix. Oh, oh brutal. Fucking, f- it's a sauna. You know, well, they say they say uh, hell is to be trapped in a room for eternity with your friends. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, well, oh. I know all my friends are going to be there. <laughs> 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 but uh, brutal, yeah. Nah, it would be would be brutal. Yeah, it's like that that old um, saying, like "see you in hell." Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, dude, like. Are you saying, like, what? what's the fucking... Of course, I know I'm... You're not telling me anything new. <laughs> like, yeah, fucking I'll see you there. Yeah, you I'll may, see you there. <laughs> may as well, like, like, a dramatic ending to a movie should just be like, catch you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, where are we going to see each other? We're going to see each other in hell. We're going to see each other in heaven. It's, no, no, you're going to see each other in hell. It's, it's like the um, that Jim Jeffries bit. Like, everyone's probably seen it um, online. Um, about the, like, you know... I mean, I'm burning his bit right now. If you haven't fucking... If you've seen this before you've seen Jim Jeffries, you're not a true fucking comedy, like, fan, really. But let me let me just say, like, he's got... So he's got this bit. I'll just touch on the fucking premise, just in case I cost him money somehow. Yeah, yeah. Um, why wouldn't you want to go to fucking hell? Like, everyone that is anyone is going to fucking be Fuck there. Yeah, what, are you going to go to fucking heaven and hang out with cunts that go to church? <laughs> No, I want to go hang out with good people. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, no, oh, fuck it. I'm burning the bit. It was like, uh, <laughs> he's just like, oh, yeah, the um, like cocaine strippers, yeah. all that shit in hell. Yeah. Fuck yeah. going to heaven, hanging yeah. out with my fucking creepy uncle that used to go to the church. <laughs> yeah. Always reminds me of Jake of, um, yeah, a, a, like an, air, an electrician accidentally gets sent to hell and, um, we're supposed to go to heaven, and then so God rings up Satan and goes, "Hey, yeah, uh, accidentally sent down this like really mad like electrician, great guy." And Satan goes, "Fuck yeah, man, guy's awesome. Now we got like, you know, I got I got we got aircon here, and the guys like said, oh man, he's really brought us in the 21st century. You know, he's got we're hooked up, mate. Hell is absolutely awesome to live in now that we've actually got like access to electricity." And God's like, "No, send him back." And he goes, "No, we're, I'm not gonna fucking send him back. We're having a mad time." And God goes, "If you don't send him back, I'm gonna sue you." And Satan goes, where the fuck are you going to find a lawyer? (laughs) 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 Fuck yeah, dude. Because all the lawyers are down there with Satan. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I realise after telling that joke, it's probably not as funny as I thought it was, especially because I had to explain that. (laughs) No, dude, I got it. But the difference is, and I fall into this trap when I'm... um, doing podcasts like when i used to do my other one as well i got a metal podcast as well though yeah sometimes i'll tell a fucking story that if you said it to a crowd yeah they'd be howling right (laughs) but you say it on a podcast you got one person and the best i can do is fucking like a bigger smile than i'm already doing (laughs) (laughs) like i'm fucking like (laughs) you you can't get a roaring crowd out of one person and sometimes you'll have that like it's like, for example, if um, 
It's like different crowd types, man. If you work on a room that's got like 12 people in it. Yeah. And you hit fucking 5% of them. Don't ask me what the math is. Not many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, cunts out there with your fucking Google open and shit. I'm doing this off the bat. Yeah, yeah. So We're, um, not, we're not smart people. <laughs> fucking. That's why we do comedy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're here to make smart people laugh so they can continue fucking doing smart yeah, shit. Yeah. Because without us, the fucking smart cunts wouldn't want to fucking keep doing smart shit. Yeah, no. Yeah. Because they're too smart to realise... That they're not having fun. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. So, somehow I made myself fucking... I valued my own position. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, <laughs> you go and do a hundred... Like, a hundred people, five of them are going to fucking laugh, right? Yeah, yeah. But chances are, if you do that to ten, fucking no one's going to laugh, or right? one, yeah. Yeah, less than one. So, less than one person will laugh. <laughs> um <laughs> So yeah, it's it's just about percentages. Like if you, it's it's like I always go off the fact. I'd prefer fifty percent of the crowd is on board with what I'm saying, and the other fifty percent can't fucking stand me. Yeah. Because I prefer that fifty percent that loves me to come back and watch me again, because I know that I can work with those people because I haven't like offended them or I haven't. Yeah. You know they they know that I'm what I'm doing is comedy. And yeah. all that sort of shit. I'd prefer that than have eighty percent of the crowd kind of snigger and twenty percent of the crowd not pay attention. Yeah. Like I'd prefer to have both ends of the scale than fucking try and please yeah, everybody. Then, yeah. Then hang in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Especially because when those fifty percent come back, eventually that fifty percent will become your in theory anyway will yeah. become your hundred percent. Once you know you're selling out rooms. Y- yeah, all that sort yeah, of shit. Find your audience, kind of thing. Yeah, it's like it's like. It's like finding um, a whole room of people. Yeah. Well, finding your people in those people. Yeah. Cutting them aside and then then just bringing in a new fresh hundred. Yeah. And just keep working that until until you fucking boiled it down to like the uncut. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really can't think of anything that's not a reference to drugs. (laughs) 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 But, uh, or circumcision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's how I prefer to do it, man. And I've always been, even with friends, like sometimes I'll um, drop like a joke at the start of a friendship just yeah. to test the water. <laughs> just to see. Like, we I'll can't see, be friends now. Yeah, it's just like... You if, laugh at my joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's actually true, though. It's just like, oh... um, Oh, you didn't find that funny? Ah, there's plenty more fucking people out there. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I only really choose friends that laugh at my no shit. Jokes. I'm actually such. I'm. I'm a bad. I'm a bad friend. <laughs> oh man, I think this will be the first week that I put this episode out and I lose subscribers because yeah, they yeah. realise that I'm. They're just there to fucking boost my ego. Yeah, yeah. that's what it's all about, man. Uh, but yeah, dude, it's been a fucking gnarly year. Um, there's some pretty big plans, like. I I didn't have anything crazy. I just wanted to progress more as a comedian in in the last twelve months than yeah. I already have, and I, I I think that in a way, people staying in their own town and having to support their own local entertainment has been some in some ways good for the local open mic scene. Yeah, 
as far not so much with like the Australian scene because no one's been able to travel to yeah, Melbourne yeah, yeah. or Sydney or any of the bigger fucking places. Even the Canberra Comedy Festival got postponed. Oh, all of it got postponed. Everything got fucked, right? Canberra, Sydney, Melbourne, brutal. And um, all that sort of shit happened. But at the same time, man, like. Rooms have gotten more local crowd, which may have been traveling, may have been away, may not have been looking for something to do on a Tuesday night or yeah. Wednesday night, uh, actually coming out and going like, well, fuck, like I got all this extra money that I haven't spent from going away and yeah. holidays and all yeah, that shit. Yeah, I think shit. that's been a big part of it. It's like people just, you know, having to sort of, yeah, source local entertainment because they know that, yeah, there is no big holiday coming up or... Nothing like that. Yeah, and and it's like, you know, then they're sort of, they're on their social media a little bit more looking for sh- gigs that coming up. They're like kind of following yeah. more. It's been a kind of a good time to build a bit of a local following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, and get, get a few regulars. But who's to say that they wouldn't have rocked up anyway? Like I can't say that like it's solely related to not being able to go out, but like so there's some silver linings, I think. Yeah, I mean... It's- you know, for for me personally, it's yeah. Like you said, it's still like I was actually talking about. I was supposed to go to Argentina this year. I had it all yeah. planned and booked, and and Fuck. Melbourne Comedy Festival cancelled and all that. So I ended up putting all my money into pretty much a house deposit and stuff. Mm. And you know, I'm nearly there. So yep, just gotta stay the course now. But yeah, it's definitely not how I planned at the beginning of the year. But you know, it's yeah. Said so couldn't go anywhere, so I just channeled my energy into into more of a local project i guess you could say so, yeah 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 look that's the thing man like i've um the whole time i've been in the comedy scene for the last like three years um you've been there too but it's been a fucking tough time man and a lot of people have not come back after after covid like people have just kind of like there's been a few comedians that have just disappeared off the fucking yeah scene. And I can imagine, dude, like, if you had, like, for example, yourself, Melbourne shows and shit booked, oh. fuck, that would have been a hard, hard pill to swallow. Throwing out all my pamphlets and, yep. like, all the, you know, like, I'm lucky because, you know, I was able to keep working through it all. But, yeah, throwing out all my pamphlets and just yep. the amount of money I lost on advertising and just, yeah, it was, yeah, man. Like, I could see, like, it, it hurt. It hurt me and probably, yep. you know, people who rely on that as their entirety of their uh, income. Holy crap, that's... uh, Like, the Melbourne Comedy Festival for comedians is like Christmas for retailers. Yeah, yeah. Like, you... you, That's where you do your trade for the year, basically. That's where you kind of, like... You get to do stage time and shit. Like, obviously, me, from the outside looking out, I've never performed in it. But that's how it seems to me. That seems to be the spot. Yeah, it's it's kind of where you renew, like, like you said, all your networking and... You kind of, yeah, you cash in on sort of all that hard work that you've sort of set up throughout the year and, yeah, get to talk to people. And instead, you get some mad, mad stage time, especially for someone like you and me who are in Canberra. We don't get to perform that often. Yep. That's when we get to, yes, yeah, really smash out that sort of buku, you know, which you can you can almost further your act just in that four weeks. It's mm. like a crash course in you know, stage time and stuff like that. So, yeah. But fucking... Um Next year will be come back just as hard, I reckon. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, well, it's hard to say. Like that's the worst thing about this whole situation. Like it's so fucking unpredictable. Yeah. Like it's just you can only sort of prepare for 
well, now we're keeping the South Australians out, you know. It's like Victorians are Victorians allowed back in, but South Australians, fuck off. Any, any, at any point, like someone's excluded from the fucking yeah. The map. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's cra- like even just with my um, like the I'm fairly entangled with the music scene, right? Like the amount of fucking bands that were coming through Canberra. Like for my metal podcast, I had some fucking pretty big international bands that were coming to Canberra yeah, yeah. to interview, and it, all that's fucked. Like there was just a whole bunch of big international bands that are booked at the basement, yeah, that were going to be guests on the show, yeah, yeah. Um, and it just you can't really fucking. Um, I mean, it's rescheduled. It's rescheduled, but like. You can never recreate this, the world before COVID. Like, no. Nah, it's always going to nah. be in the back of something. Yeah. At least for a whole generation, people will remember that. Well, it's almost like like our war. You know what I mean? Like, dude, our, yeah, yeah. You know, like we haven't That's had... That's actually a good fucking point, dude. You know, it's like we haven't had... Like, this is our big thing. You, we had, didn't... Like, this is... No depression, no war, no yeah, nothing. Yeah, no, like, you know. There's no fucking big life event. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this is, yeah. We only brought Y2K to the table before this. Because <laughs> we were bored, essentially. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, and before, I guess the big one before this was obviously 9-11, but yeah. this is this is the next generation's kind of the mm. big deal. This is their big war. This is going to be their big sort of, you know, emotional. And in, in many ways, you know, COVID is probably sort of bigger than 9-11. In, in as as far ways, as like... like um, as a worldwide, like ongoing impact like yeah i mean everyone remembers where they were like anyone who's old enough where they were when 9-11 happened I, yep. like i remember where i was you yeah know? so it's like a you know that's sort of the big news event but this is kind of yeah this is kind of more in that sort of you know like like a uh, what's the word i'm looking for you know, it's, yeah, like the war, it kind of shapes, yeah, it yeah. shapes, you know, the future and how we interact, like you said, how we interact with people and we yep. go on like 9-11 was a shock event and so everyone's like, holy shit, they can't believe this happened. Yep. Um, but, yeah, well, look, you know. Dude, the thing is like, so I, I was pretty young when 9-11 happened. Yeah. But as a kid, I could just turn off the TV and I was pretty much oblivious to it, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But, you can't turn off COVID. Like it was, you could every everyone was like directly affected by it. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, like with with nine eleven, and it, I think it comes down to me being so fucking young. Yeah. Um, but like I just remember turning on the TV and being like, "Why the fuck isn't there cartoons on?" Yeah, yeah. Like, what? How come on every channel? Yeah. There's something else. The yeah. same video on every channel for yeah. the first time ever. Every channel was reporting on the same fucking yeah. story, and I'm like. Uh, surely, like, there's some channel that's got kid shows on. <laughs> Where are my cartoons? Because, yeah, but, like, but to me, I just went, oh, well, I'll just chuck on a fucking VHS. Yeah. Yeah. But then my parents were like, oh, no, we need to fucking watch this shit. But, like, COVID, if I did that now, I'd be like, turn it off. Oh, no, you, you're not going to school today. Yeah, yeah, that's like, exactly what I was just thinking. You know, like, yeah, yeah it's actually affected you, your... We're not, we can't go to the fucking go, shop. We can't go, go out to this, dinner. We like, can't do that. Like, mum and dad's job would have been done. You know, yeah. like, it, it's just... It, it, you can't turn it off. Yeah, you can't. It's, it's sort of infiltrated everywhere. We 2020, fucking, We had a big old fucking TV too, dude. 
Yeah. You know those old CRT TVs, the old tube yeah, TVs? No but they were like heavy in a fuck. stand. It was on in its own stand yeah. on the floor with like the little, with the little like, like sort of like F is for family, like they get at the yeah. like the, the the big fucking colour one. Yeah. That was our fucking TV Twelve dude. Inches. Yeah. <laughs> so I would I'd fucking uh, it was like I think it was it was like the biggest for its time. It was probably like, thirty inch or something like that. It was fuck no. It was like um, there was in centimeters for me. I remember it was like th- uh, sixty three centimeter. Yeah. Um, but it was like on its own standard. It was like poltergeist style, like that yeah. sort of like you can walk up and put say. your hand on the fucking thing. Yeah. And um, we had one, and my uncle had one similar, as a little bit older. But the thing is, with his dude, half an hour to warm up. Yeah. So and they get that high. I don't know if you could ever hear it, but I'm like, I want, I want those people that can hear that. So you turn yeah. on, goes, <laughs> until it like warms. I was yeah. just gonna sit there for like twenty minutes. As I mentioned, dude, make it stop. I've been in the, um, <laughs> I've been in the music scene for too long to be able to hear that. Yeah, like I've got fond memories of that high pitched noise. <laughs> <laughs> I remember what it was like. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes I wake up and I can still hear it. That's tinnitus. <laughs> yeah, but then I realised that's uh, that's just a dream from a memory that's yeah, long yeah. gone. <laughs> but yeah, my uh, my uncle's one man. He wouldn't um, turn it off because he was like sick of waiting Wait for, for it to warm up. up. So for like twenty years straight, dude, this fucking thing never got turned off, and um, it finally died. But he left this fucking TV on for like twenty fucking years, dude. Wow. And uh, just and he used to fall asleep in front of the TV. Yeah. So if he would sleep in front of the TV with it on. Oh, imagine the radiation. Every fucking night, dude. Imagine and the radiation. Be like that Simpsons dude. episode where where the Homer's got like the radiation shadow from where he's <laughs> yeah. sitting. In front of the- <laughs> he's um, he's such a unit, dude. Like so, uh, older sort of house, like yeah. old farmhouse sort of thing. TV is like in the middle of the front of the room and then he's just got a chair like directly in front of it but it's like a bigger house so like the chair's probably about five meters in front of it and he falls asleep in his chair so often dude that he buys like a new chair every few years oh wow because he spends more time in that than his bed. bed it's got like a $20 bed and bloody yeah like fucking um but, but like he so what happened was he um was looking at the like you know how most places have like classified for that area yeah so he was looking around and he there's a retirement home that had like one of those chairs that's like for old people where you can adjust it and shit it's got like the massager in it and yeah, stuff. yeah yeah <laughs> so he went and got one of those fuck yeah and it was like a five grand chair but the person that was selling it was like i can't take a massive like I can't throw it out. Yeah, and it was worth five grand, so yeah. fucking thousand bucks. Would you yeah. be interested? Because like he's marketing in an area where cunts are just happy to, they'll just pay nothing for shit, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's kind of got a big ticket item in this fucking like on Gumtree, basically. My uncle was like, "Yeah, well, most people don't spend their life in their chair, man. But a thousand bucks is fucking good for yeah, me. Man. Like that's what you buy a mattress for, right? Yeah. I'll just buy a fucking chair. Yeah. So I go out there, and he's got this fucking chair. Like it's just like full like presses. It's like those massage chairs at the mall where you just have to normally put money into it. Oh god! And he just fucking sits there and just like, I want one, dude. He fucking just will watch movies and shit and that. Um, 
That's like it's like Simpsons with Homer with that chair in that chair. Yeah, yeah. His brother buys it. Oh, fine, I bought you the chair. I love you. I wish they. Why do they never do a third episode of that sort of story arc? Yeah, I know, right? It's always annoyed me. Maybe um, Danny Vito probably didn't want to do it. I'm I'm just glad that they they haven't gone back and fucked. Look, because Simpsons now isn't what it used to be, right? Yeah. So I'm glad that if they were going to do it, they did it early and not now because they yeah. might just completely like wreck. It's a bit like we were talking off mic about like, why don't they just remake shit? Why do they have to like try and do a new version of it and yeah. fuck with it? Yeah. If they re did revisited that story arc now and might not leave it on a good story. Yeah, they probably just they might they fuck, it up. fuck it up. But I do like that story arc, man. Yeah. I, like sends him bankrupt. And fuck then, yeah, dude. He comes back and the, all right, so here's a question someone was asking the other day and I was like, that's a good fucking question. It's topical now. Um who do you reckon's dumber? Peter Griffin or Homer? Simpson. Oh, it's gotta be Peter Griffin. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah, straight up. Dude's like actually like like he's a, a legit proper dumbass, yeah. whereas Homer's just a loose fucking yeah, like true. loose unit. That, that's you know what I mean? Pretty much my answer. Yeah, like yeah, Peter Griffin's like legit stupid, and Homer just doesn't think. But yeah. like he's, but there is actually an intelligence to Homer. Like I think one of the favorite like Homer moments is um where they break in, uh, him and Lisa break into the the museum oh, to yeah. see the thing. And you know, like, and they they finally end up hearing the sound that the you know no one's ever heard. Not, but there's like a one stage in the episode where Lisa's like, "I'm never going to do anything stupid ever again." And Homer's like, "Don't say that. It's because we did something stupid. We managed to like get into this museum and like you know saw this like he's all like so yeah. He's like clued on. To yeah, it, so it's it. almost like an intelligence. Like he he doesn't th- he, he's very unthinking, but there's like an intelligence there for him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Whereas Peter Griffin's just a just fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> Legit though. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point actually. Yeah. So I um I love Homer. Yeah, I, I fucking yeah. dig I think it's just because he sort of the early memories of watching The Simpsons yeah. and stuff. We, we, did you live in like a Simpsons house? Like were you allowed well, to watch it's it? It's funny, we weren't actually I wasn't actually allowed to watch the first season of The Simpsons because yeah. when the Simpsons first came out there was a lot of hype around like you know, oh, you know, Bart's a bad influence and all that. But then, yeah, when my dad watched it, I don't know my dad started watching it, and then bang, we were allowed to watch it. <laughs> so I missed the first season, but then he's not that bad. He's yeah, like, yeah. he's not that bad, not that bad. Yeah, which is really funny because like my parents wouldn't let me watch it, but they used to let me watch like fast forward and full frontal and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like proper legit adult comedy. Yeah, you know? yeah. Dad's like, yeah, whatever. I didn't see. Oh, well, you know, society says that we shouldn't watch The Simpsons. But I said, yeah, Dad watched like one episode. He's like. Uh, we're watching the show now, and so yeah, watch Simpsons. Fuck yeah, every day. In fact, I remember as a teenager, like when I was like twelve, every afternoon I'd go down and buy a liter tub of um, it was like this fruit ice cream. Yeah, I used to be able to get, but they don't make it anymore. I'd buy a one liter tub and probably I'd take had a cocaine in it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd take a spoon and I'd go up to the youth center, and I'd sit there and watch the new episode of The Simpsons like every afternoon, sort of. Thing. Yeah, like fuck yeah, man. Yeah, go up there. And yeah, I used Good to. Times. I did like the. Um, how weird is those little fucking kid routines that you yeah. have? Like, yeah. I, I'll tell you my fucking routine, dude. Yeah. Um. So, um. 
I'm telling Kai you can't, so just stop listening in. <laughs> no, so, um, uh, so um, just breaking that fourth wall again. But um, we used to live in a small town, same like sort of situation that I was saying with my uncle, like living in small town. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a mobile up the road. And it was like, that was as far as I could go from the house without mum or dad with me. Like I was like eight, seven or eight. And they'd yeah. let me just go to the mobile. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. as far as I could go. I was about four houses down yeah. on the corner. And the guy at the mobile knew me because I'd go down there. And um, it was kind of like that, like, that's your range, right? You're allowed to go <laughs> out the front gate, four houses down. If you And you have to tell us before you go. Yeah. So that if you're not back in fucking five minutes, we then yeah. yeah. So that was my fucking range of movement, and uh, my mum used to give me uh, money to go and get the Sunday Telegraph, um, and there was a bit of change left over for whatever I wanted. So I'd fucking go there on a Sunday, get the fucking Telegraph. I feel like Grandpa Simpson telling a story, <laughs> and um, I get the Telegraph. And um, a packet of fucking uh, CCs. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I'd bring it back and I'd give my mum the paper and she'd let me have the comics out of the middle of the paper. Yeah. And uh, so I'd go out and sit on the fucking trampoline and eat my fucking CCs and read the comic section. And that was my little fucking Sunday routine. Yeah, nice. Uh, I'd just sit there and eat my fucking CCs and the thing. And um, the reason I had CCs is because they had the fucking uh, Dragon Ball Z Tarzos in them. (laughs) So I fucking had like a stack and I had the first one I ever got was a gold one. So I was like addicted to, I had addictive personality even then. I was like every week I'd get a pack because the first one I got was a gold Gold one. And I just never and got another. That rush, mate. Never fucking yeah. The they dragon. were my fucking heroin, dude. <laughs> I was just chasing that fucking gold dragon. <laughs> it literally was a gold dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like <laughs> from oh, you, Dragon Ball Z, you, you, it was you, the gold. You far from start, there you go. Yeah, they were fucking. Sad. But like, and even after they ended the fucking Tarzos, yeah, I still kept like going down there and getting the the paper and yeah, and something. But like. You know, you end up mixing it up and before you know it, you go, oh, fuck it, I just won't bother. And before you yeah. know it, you've like, it's like the beginning of growing up when you don't care about something oh, anymore. Yeah, that's right in the field, isn't it? Oh, dude, it's like, that's in the same fields as like um, where they have that extended scene from Toy Story where fucking Jesse's under the bed just forgotten about the toy. Yeah, yeah. And eventually just ends up in a box and thrown under a tree. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's definitely in the feels, dude. That that old fucking um, like Pixar and shit knows how to do that shit well. Like I think that they're more in the feels those early ones. Yeah. Like even like even movies like uh, old cartoons and shit will do that shit. Like um, oh man, what was it the dude? Have you ever watched movies like um, there's lines in those movies like Fox and the Hound and shit. Yeah. Oh, I want to be your friend forever. Forever's a long time. Um, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Well, it, was, it was realistic too, man. Like, that's one thing I, I don't like about modern day TV. Yeah. It's like, you know, where, where's, like, it, it's not setting kids up for death. Like, yeah. Like, the shit we watched growing up, man. Oh, like, it sets you up, like, for death and, like, and that, 
essentially life is hard and like life is miserable. Life is death. Yeah, life is death. And so, yeah, like you said, forever is a long time. And mm. they had those sort of those nuggets of wisdom. Yeah. You know, like the opening scene of Bambi, the mum gets killed. You wouldn't see that. Yep. These, these days. Lion King. Yeah, Lion King. You know, we all, any kid from the 80s is going to remember bloody never-ending story, watching yeah. that horse drown in the pit of, dis- you know, like <laughs> in the swamp of despair and stuff. Like, How fucking oh. null is that, dude? Oh, that movie, man, is like even, obviously you got the horse dying, but even Gamork, the, the wolf yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Like that scene, like near the end where Atreyu, like they face off and like he's like in the cave and you just see like the green eyes and stuff and he's like... Like grab some broken glass. He's like, "Come on, <laughs> the fucking kids show." The dude. fucking moment that you like, I realized I was like, that was a while ago when I looked up the kid from that. Now, dude, yeah, like any of the, you seen um like Macaulay Culkin, yeah, put up that tweet. And he's like, "You feel old? If you yeah, don't yeah, feel I'm old 40, yet, I'm, I'm fucking 40. forty. Holy yeah. shit, dude!" Was it? But it's like um yeah, the kid too who played um Rufio in Hook. He's yeah. like old now too. Yeah, right. Stuff. But it's saying he's got that real like feel moment too when like he dies. Yeah, he fucking dies, dude. And he's just like, if I had a dad, I want him to be like you. <laughs> like, it's like wow. <laughs> yeah, and they knew they knew how to just to rip your heart out back in the day. And yeah, like, they fucking like, just get it done. Just get ready. You're gonna work for the rest of your life in <sighs> a fucking factory, and then you're gonna die miserable. Like this. Did I fucking um? Where was I? What was I thinking of the? Um, there's a few movies where I was like, "Holy shit!" Like even as an adult, like for example, we were talking about fucking um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah, before yeah. this. Fucking massive hit in the eighties, right? Yeah. I watched that fucking movie recently, right? And it was aimed at kids. It was actually aimed as a kids yeah, yeah, movie. I it coming out. Yeah. My, my old man said that, like back in that small town. Yeah. Every cunt wanted to do fucking karate. Yeah. Like, everyone was like, oh, I need to learn this fucking yeah, yeah. shit, right? Um, that movie ends... Uh, spoilers for a fucking movie that came out in the <laughs> 80s. Um, like, if you haven't seen it already, go and fuck yourself. You can... <laughs> like, I'm not spoiling shit. <laughs> the movie's about fucking Ninja Turtles. Like, yeah. um, there you go. The name spoils the whole fucking movie. <laughs> but they end up killing Shredder at the end in a fucking garbage truck. Yeah. Like, they literally just fucking, like, like, Master Splinter is seen as, like, the cute kind of fucking, like, but he can go gnarly, yeah, but yeah. he's, like, he's, like, the the mascot of the fucking thing as yeah. well as the turtles, right? He's, yeah, like, yeah. the, even at the end, they he's, like, ha ha, he made a funny when he yeah, says yeah. something funny, right? yeah, yeah. He's seen as like the like the older guy that that's looking after him. He's yeah. all like good and noble and all that shit. Yeah, he fucking slings him off the roof. The slings <laughs> shredder off the roof into a fucking garbage truck, and then Casey Jones presses the like button. Compactor and yeah, like, into a trash compactor. Yeah, man. And that was a kids' movie. Yeah, they didn't care back then. They were like, "Fuck yeah, this is add like that <sighs> level into it." I like, I like it. Yeah, dude, it was the shit, and and I miss it, but you know, Casey Jones is probably one of my favorite characters in a movie as like not a main character. Yeah, because he's he's hanging out with fucking turtles (laughs) that are actual ninjas and shit, and holding his own with a hockey stick and a a golf mask and a yeah. Yeah, oh no, so yeah, that's hockey right. Mask, so go- yeah, ho- hockey mask and golf golf yeah. club. Yeah, golf club. Fucking dude is insane. And um, there's that scene at the start where you actually fucking 
just about. Yeah, I think he defeats the fucking um, one of the turtles. Yeah. That cunt's been training his whole fucking life. <laughs> imagine, imagine basically just getting beaten up after a whole life of training. Yeah, yeah. After some fucking ADD <laughs> cunt with a fucking golf club. <laughs> it's like, have you seen those videos online where they get like some guy that's like, oh, I'm a fucking master in ninjutsu. Yeah. And they're like, okay, cunt, let's forget you to verse this fucking MMA cunt. Yeah, yeah. And he just flattens him. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, dude, you're fucking like pressure points and shit don't, don't mean fucking dick yeah. when you got someone that fights Just without honor yeah, exactly. dude the, the whole yeah. point of that and i'm not like i'm, I'm i know i'm lining up f- here for like cunts to give me shit about their martial arts yeah i get it bruce <laughs> lee sits on his fucking he yeah, died yeah. at the peak of his fucking yeah. career right yeah what's his ground and pound I plan I, I think i think to be honest man like uh, this is gonna get me in trouble but I'm thinking I'm pretty, like, more powerful than Bruce Lee. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, well, look, dude, like, I've taken some pretty serious fucking stuff. I got taken down by Panadol. Like, I'm just saying, just saying, (laughs) (laughs) just put it out there that, you know, Bruce Lee, not all he's cracked up to me. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Fuck, I'm going to get back. (laughs) Just for the record, man, Bruce Lee was a master. Yeah, Yeah, Bruce Lee was a master, man, not to be fucked with, but I had a Panadol before the show. Yeah, yeah, And uh, it didn't fuck me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah right. just like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, Is that a guy ever taken codeine? Dude, I'm so fucking glad. <laughs> I'm so fucking glad the Panadol got him. Because imagine if it didn't work, and he worked his way up. Yeah, you yeah. don't want Bruce Lee on fucking coke, man. Yeah, yeah. That's what imagine they cunt on the ice, just like. <laughs> You think it's bad enough getting mugged by a cunt that's on ice? His only weapon is he's on ice. Bruce Lee's on ice and he knows how to kill a fucking bull. What hope have I fucking got? All I'm saying is, dude, Bruce Lee, what's his ground and pound plan? Yeah, yeah, what's his ground and pound? What the fuck? Okay, Bruce Lee, Conor McGregor. Yeah. No way, dude. Conor every day. You reckon? Every day yeah. in the octagon, in the octagon, yeah. But uh, I don't know. You add, yeah, uh, you add some different surroundings, maybe. But I honestly think. Well, I always heard a rumor, man, that um, Bruce Lee never actually won a tournament fight. Yeah, right. I don't know if how. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. But like, apparently, he was like an epic street fighter, but he actually didn't win in because when, when, like, you're talking about when confined by rules, he, you know. He, 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 you know, when, when confined by his rules, he yeah. didn't actually do well, what he what he did, sort of thing. And yeah, well, the thing is, like, all of that style of martial arts is all based on rules, yeah. right? It's all like yeah. you can't attack them when they're on the ground. Yeah. You can't like you know, um, you can't fucking kick them in the dick and yeah, punch them in the fucking the, yeah. bite their ear off yeah. and stuff. Like, take out all those rules, take out man. The rules. Where's yeah. fucking honor? It's yeah. like it's like when someone. <laughs> Someone gets shocked by the first time they've been hit. Yeah. That's where they lost the fight. Because, yeah. like, they're fucking, like, not just dealing with the fact they've been hit. Now they're dealing with the fact that they've never been hit before. Yeah. I feel like the first time Bruce Lee ever realized that he was being hit proper by someone that had no rules. Yeah. That would be Probably the end of it. Shock. Yeah. But to be honest, man, I don't fucking know. Maybe yeah. 
he was in like a bunch of gnarly street fights and the cunt could hold his own. But I'm just saying, for what yeah, I I'm see... Yeah, I'm just the thing. Yeah. I don't even know how true that is. But. Oh, hang on. I'm kind of defending my position. All I'm saying <laughs> is, if you've come to my fucking podcast <laughs> to get a lowdown on who'd win in a fight between Conor McGregor and Bruce Lee and you're still fucking listening... <laughs> Conor McGregor, you reckon? Conor McGregor, but at the same time, don't come to me for fucking fight <laughs> advice. Dude, I, I, I'm not, like, if you've got money down on it, and it, it, just let me tell you, they're shamming you. Bruce Lee's oh. been dead for fucking years. No one, if anyone takes your money for a Bruce Lee, Conor McGregor fight, you're already lost. Yeah, pretty much. No, I reckon you're probably right. I reckon, I reckon if they kept it on the feet, yep. Bruce Lee would probably win. Probably. But if uh, Conor took him to the ground. And Connor would know he'd have to take him to the ground, so that'd be his game they, plan. Connor would be fighting to get him yeah. on the ground, and Bruce yeah. Lee'd be fighting to stay on his feet. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I think I don't think Bruce Lee would probably stand up to like a, a really good grappler yeah. and wrestler if the if the wrestler managed to. It's oh, classic example is like um, Sin City, fucking Elijah Wood versus. Yep. Um, Mickey Rock's character when he finally finally grabs a hold of him and he's like puts the handcuff and he's like jump round now motherfucker and just like yeah just dude that's such a great like, fucking scene dude <laughs> dude Sin City you know it kind of has that same vibe as um as Deadpool like yeah. that in my mind it's like it's like the good guy that no one likes yeah like it's yeah. just I think that's why that's probably why I like both of those in the same for the same reason like yeah. because it's like the guy that does good but no one really appreciates and and also he kind of like doesn't care whether people think that he's doing good or not yeah, he just, just does it for just, himself yeah but he's ultimately trying to do the right thing yeah yeah I, and, City. yeah i fucking like it man and um first movie i watched on my new tv just recently oh really yeah so yeah fuck, I like it had, to be, it had to be a worthy movie yeah yeah so it was like sin city fuck mine yeah. was um when i first ever got a 4k tv yeah the first movie i ever watched was apocalypto I don't think I've ever seen that. Fucking gnarly movie about Mayans. Like, the, yeah. the kind of, like, how they'd have to fight to, like, survive. Yeah. But it's just also got a whole bunch of, like, good, like, landscape and that sort of fight scene and shit. I like... It's, like, kind of a good... Yeah. A good one to try that out with. But, um, yeah, you're not going to fucking watch something. Like, you get a new TV, you got to have a go-to. you gotta, you got to have a, have a good one. So, yeah, because it was my first 4K yeah. as well. So, I was like, yeah, nah. It's uh, Sin City. Yeah. It was like... I thought about going like an epic Marvel movie or because yeah. I'm a massive Marvel fan. Yeah. But I thought, nah, for stylization and, and like for true black and all that. Yeah. That's, you that, got to go for that. got to go for that. And the hints of red and shit. They fucking... Yeah. I really like the... So what do we got? We got the... So far, this has been the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> and now it's the uh, now it's the fucking movie critique. Yeah, movie critique, um, yeah. Do you remember those two fucking people on the SBS show? There's like a yeah, guy and a chick and they yeah, would yeah. fucking sometimes nearly go to blows over oh, movies, dude. Dude. Yeah, that was the best show ever. That, like she, and, and sometimes she'd, she'd be like... Um, um, like, he, he, well, we'll start with him. He would sort of be like, um, well, you know, I think it was quite a good movie. Good, good scenery, graphics, everything yeah. was nice. Storyline, uh, panoramics. I give it a six. And then it go to her, and she'd be like, quite frankly, I, I hated the movie. <laughs> um, just no, no substance, no yeah. essence. Uh, I'd be lucky to give this one one star. <laughs> I, I, I actually, I stopped listening. To, no, I, mean, I never really. Like I was never a devoted fan, but I love watching. But I got really like 
I read their book once, yeah. and they, they rated my favourite movie of all time a two. And I was like, but those fuck, two fucks don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, nah. You value someone's <laughs> opinion until it's not your own. Yeah, yeah. It's like, nah, nah, don't like them anymore. Fucking two stars. Greatest movie fucking ever. Yeah, what is your so, favourite movie? Uh, my favourite movie of all time is <laughs> probably really lowly rated by most people is actually Death to Smoochie. Yeah. Uh, it's a Danny DeVito film done around the same time as... You know, get cool and all that. Yeah, it yeah. Never, it never made it big though. Yeah, yeah. It's never quickly. It's got Danny, um, Danny DeVito directs and acts, but the two main actors are Edward Norton and Robin Williams. Yeah, right. And it's a sort of a you know in that same style, but it's all like about the dark side of kids' show entertainment. So Robin Williams plays Rambo Randolph, who's like this crooked kids' show host, yeah, who's like fallen from grace. And Edward Norton plays Smoochie the Rhino, who's this like good, devout. Well, he's not even that, but he's just like this fully morally, ethically yep. clean person who like takes over. And then the whole movie's based around like all the charities that like would skim money off the top from these kids, like pretty much just fleecing kids. Yeah, and yeah. That. Fuck. And so there's this whole like underground, like there's like the Irish mob and like the Parade of Hope, which is like, like literally, there's this one scene's like. You know, Smoochie rings up his manager who's played by Danny DeVito and he's like, I just got threatened by the Parade of Hope. And he's like, oh, you don't want to fuck with them. They're the worst of all the charities. Like, like that's fuck. <laughs> so, and I just love it. It's got some of the best lines like yep. in any movie. It's just, it's just full, like the movie and in their little thing, they're like, well, these guys, all they ever do is yell at each other. But that's part of the movie. It's like yep. a very sort of high energy movie. And um, there's like, but it's just got the best one-liners. Yep. Like, and everyone... I think everyone I've ever shown to is going, yeah, it's a pretty good, pretty good yeah. flick. But, and everyone picks something sort of kind of different. That um, they like about it. They like like, like yeah. one section of lines. But I think it's got the, the greatest, probably the greatest one line, which is not my favourite bit in the movie, but the greatest one line ever, which is uh, Edward Norton, like Smoochie, he's just been given a gun as a present. And he goes, uh, I can't own this. I don't believe in guns. Whenever me and my brothers played cowboys and Indians, I was always a Chinese railway worker. Yeah. So yeah. Holy so fuck. That's yeah. my favourite movie of all time. Uh Death of Smoochie people. Uh, get on it. So I think it's like circa two thousand. Yeah, like yeah. It's like, you know, a bit of old, maybe even ninety eight. But yeah. My um good movie. My movie references, like I'm a I'm a massive John Candy fan. Yeah, and I go through. I've got like most of the pretty much every movie he's got, um, but like the one line that keeps coming up is that everyone knows is from uh, Spaceballs. Yeah, where it's just like, oh, I'm buff, part man, part dog. I'm my own best friend, <laughs> and like I've seen people with that tattooed on them yeah, because yeah. it's such a fucking like. Refer- such a like iconic because you not with that movie you also got everyone that likes Star Wars so yeah. like it got a whole bunch of people into like that that movie because it yeah. already had an established fan base for what the movie yeah, yeah yeah and do you know what it's probably one of the only movies that was put out as a spoof on another movie yeah where fans of Star Wars also mostly liked they it. rated it yeah. How many times have you seen a movie that was a take? Like, if you're a diehard fucking Scream movie fan, you yeah. probably hate scary movies. Movie, yeah. But, like, Star Wars fans actually I go, fuck it. yeah, Spaceballs is the shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was a good ripoff. 
They yes. um they they did well, man. And but John Candy, man, before he was in a whole bunch of like of the bigger movies, yeah. He, and these are the ones I've got. He's got a whole bunch of random other movies. Like I remember I watched um this movie where he plays as a truck driver. Yeah, and it's like a bikey movie. I have to raise you. You're gonna have to. You'll have to suggest one. I'll for fucking. Me. I'll. I'll. Yeah. I'll, give me, give me I'll show you to watch. Yeah. So, it's a bikey movie, and they fucking like it's just shenanigans. The whole first half of the movie, there's a bit of a love triangle and all that yeah, sort yeah. of like shit. And then I'm like, where the fuck is John Candy? Because I bought this movie just because it was on his fucking IMDb, right? Yeah, yeah. And right towards the end of the movie, he plays as the truck driver for the beer truck that they rob. <laughs> And it's literally just him riding along in this beer truck and they fucking pull him over and rob the beer truck. Yeah, that's it. And that's it. And I'm just like, still going to keep that in my collection. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's true fandom right there. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's fucking good, man. And I heard an interview with his daughter, um, Jen Candy, and she, fucking stellar last name, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she said that out of all of his characters that he's played in any movie, Uncle Buck was his actual, closest to his actual personality. personality. And I'm like, that's fucking um, why he was so good in that movie because yeah. he didn't have to act didn't hard. didn't have to act in it. Yeah. But um, I always kind of thought that because I've seen a few, in, like I've seen this interview with him Yeah. at his house. He had this fucking like property. Yeah. And when he was trying to think of new material to write for movies and scripts and shit, he would go to this fucking place that he bought and there's this like hammock under a tree in Canada, yeah, fucking yeah. like a ranch basically. Yeah. And um, he brought his kids there as well. His wife and his two kids were there and he'd go and um, just lay under this fucking tree in this hammock with a notepad and just write stuff out. Yeah, yeah. And they interviewed him there at that property and... Um, during the interview, they're like, oh, so what kind of animals you got? And he's like, I got a cat. And they're like, okay, um, you know, what the, the subject came up of changing the litter, like the yeah, cat yeah. litter. And just throughout the interview, he just goes like, I change it, you know, once, a, once every couple of days, once a week. And then he's like, every month. <laughs> he's like... I change it when I have to. <laughs> and just that personality of Uncle Buck kind of just creeping, creeping is out. creeping in and out of his, yeah. like, and because I could tell that was his actual personality. Yeah. And um, there's photos of him at that same property, like pushing his kid on the swing, who's like in her 30s now. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, dude, that's like one of those things where it's like sometimes you see actors that have to push really hard. It's like Jim Carrey, right? can play an insane person because you've ever seen him on fucking comedians in cars getting coffee. Yeah, he's pretty He's nuts. actually fucking pretty insane. Pretty fucking nuts, yeah. But that's his... Per- if you, have you seen any of his early stand-up, dude? Yeah, it's weird Fuck, he's like, random. <laughs> who it's in... Just, like, isn't it funny that someone that we work with right now could be a famous actor one day? Yeah. And we're just like, yeah, dude, I remember that cunt set, like... And he was weird. Yeah, and he was fucking, <laughs> like, the weirdest set. <laughs> Like no, we'll, just, probably, we'll probably be saying that about Nick Shuler one day. He's oh, like, dude, yeah, yeah. Just going, man, that guy, he was just strange. Yeah, dude, like, so, strange. yeah, because um, I know that Nick Shuler's abandoned listening to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, I could picture him, like, he's, like, fucking hosting the Pommy version of the Emmys. Yeah, yeah. 
and um, Emmys. I don't know, whatever, whatever, which one I won't get. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and it's just like, oh, I remember that dude. He um, did the funniest Nick Shuler story that I have, and I don't know if we spoke about it on the podcast before because I've had him on the show before. One of the f- without burning any of his material, the fucking one of the because I actually still give a fuck about the, the dude, yeah, even yeah. if he doesn't listen to the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, He'll be back. I don't know if you were at this gig, but um, it was at White Rabbit. Okay. And um, we're down in the sunken part where the comedy was. Yeah, yeah. And Nick Shaw is on stage, and just through the window on the side, this fucking guy walks up and starts pissing. Right next to the window, not knowing it was not there. There was everyone inside could yeah. see him, but he couldn't see in. Yeah. So he's just taken a leak out the front of the thing near yeah. the window, and Nick surely goes to the bartender because everyone's not listening to Nick right now. They all looking <laughs> out the window because one person noticed it, other people yeah, noticed. Yeah, they yeah. all looking. Yeah, yeah. So Nick goes over the mic to the bartender, see if you can get him to come in. Yeah. So the bartender walks out as he's walking, because the guy's walking past now, yeah. and he's walking past the door. And the bartender goes like, hey, um, we're doing a, a deal on drinks. Do you want to come in? Yeah, yeah. And the guy's like, fuck, he's like drunk. Yeah. He's like, fuck, yeah, all right then. So he comes in, and Nick's standing there with his fucking mic looking up at the door. Yeah. And this dude walks around the corner, and you could just see him go like, the fuck's going on in here? Why is that guy up there with the mic? And he's walking up to the bar as if he's like, so where's these bloody free drinks at, you know? And then he looks over and Nick Shuler just goes like, uh, sir, before you have a drink, I just want to let you know there's a bathroom to the left of the stage if you need to use it. And the guy goes, oh, nah, thanks, I've already... And he like... <laughs> <laughs> fucking looks over... And sees the window. <laughs> wow. And goes. The bloke just goes, Oh, you seen that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, we did. So this fucking dude gets a drink and sits down and finishes watching the rest of the show. Wow. Kudos, kudos to him. And fucking, yeah. yeah, just thinking on his feet, he gets this cunt to come into the fucking yeah, yeah. bar. Yeah, so yeah. good, man. That's awesome. <laughs> I was not there and I, I am, I am ashamed. Dude, the best part was the it. fucking moment of realisation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And it just, the comedic timing of him just going like, oh, no, thanks, I've already... <laughs> oh... <laughs> Epic plant. Oh, epic fucking plant. Good so you, good, epic man. Plant when you listen to this. Yeah, and that's yeah. why he's fucking... That's why he's in England now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's getting people to piss on doors over there. Oh, man, yeah. He's become a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he now pays someone to recreate <laughs> that scene. Who knows? That dude's a clever guy, man. That might have been a fucking plant. Oh, that was a plant. So, totally set up. Totally set up. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Fucking so good, but that's just the fucking uh, the scene. Like, and that's why if I can, I like to stick around. Like, I'd already done my set for that night. Yeah. But if I can, I like to just hang out because, out fuck, dude. Like, um, yeah, some of the shit you see, some and like not even just for the audience or the crowd, but like you might, you might see someone set and you'll be like, oh, that's a fucking new joke. Cool, I yeah, fucking dig so. that shit. But yeah, man. You gotta hang out for the new joke. <sighs> Yeah, we'll fucking uh, we'll we'll wrap it up with that, man. We've uh, got our second part underway. Yeah, man. But um, 
so far. Thanks, f- everyone, for listening to the show. And uh, thanks for fucking coming on to the show again, Kai. Always, mate. Pleasure to be here. It's uh, fucking flown by, actually. I think we'll we'll plan in like a few more stories we and shit. We were to talk about like, important stuff. And then we'll but <laughs> fuck all that, man. Just read the uh, read the Facebook post that I put up and everyone will like, inevitably fucking skip over. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> I, hey, it's been good to get a couple of fucking stories out, go on a trip down fucking memory lane. And uh, that's wraps up the year. So, yeah. so been a fucking gnarly year. Been good to get out the other side of it. Yeah. And um, still fucking getting content out. And uh, thanks everyone for coming out to shows for real. Although you had no other fucking choice <laughs> but to come to Canberra shows. And uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah, fucking Merry Christmas. That explains the hat. Um, I've been growing this beard for six years to say Merry Christmas <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, so fucking Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> I'll fucking see you next year. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>